I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Carpe diem. Seize the day. Get busy living. You get busy dying. I said it before and I'll say it again. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first episode of Sensible Mischief. I am your host, Lance Nelson, with my friend, colleague, confidant, heterosexual life partner, Douglas Lindell Wiggins III, a.k.a. Swell, a.k.a. Swizzle, a.k.a. Rap Master C, a.k.a. (laughs) Blue, a.k.a. You're my boy, Blue, a.k.a. I can't think of anything else. There's more, but... There's more, but... Thank you for being my first guest on this April 1st, April Fool's Day, 2020. Fitting. It is quite marvelous, really. (laughs) Yes. Um, So the podcast, what basically this idea is, is I want to interview people and ask for crazy stories that are just fun, that inspire people to live the best life, to reach beyond themselves and to go after their dreams. Um, One of the greatest pieces of advice that I've ever gotten was from an old guy. I used to live in New Zealand for a bit. I did a Mormon mission out there. And when I was living out there, we ate with this old guy. And uh, I really didn't want to go to his house. I just kept thinking, I don't want to eat with some old guy. (laughs) I just, uh, and then uh, I went to his house and he started talking about his life. And this guy had Parkinson's or something. He couldn't stop shaking when he got really excited about stuff. But the thing that was cool was he started talking about his life and he was just saying that when he was a kid, he, uh, his dad was in charge of the Royal Air Force during World War II, like the entire, like he's the head engineer of the entire wow. Royal Air Force. And then what he was saying is that uh, when he was a kid, him and his brothers and sisters grew up in Egypt. They used to climb the pyramids for fun. They used to steal stuff from guards and take off their, <laughs> and the guards would take off their bayonets and whip them in the back when they'd catch them. The and he's just like, uh, I still have scars from that. He said that his dad was such a staunch Roman Catholic that the Pope ate at his house a few times and he's like, I don't remember saying this, but apparently I said to the Pope that he looked like a bunny with his hat on. (laughs) And he goes off for two hours about all these amazing things he's done in his life. And then at the end, he's like, guys, when you get to my age, the only thing you have left is the stories you can tell. So live life to the fullest, never turn down a challenge and always get into sensible mischief. And I fell in love with that saying that like literally changed my life because if I kept thinking like, I don't want to be live a life uh, that's just ordinary. And then at the end of it, just be like, what? What did I do? Yeah. So I love the idea of like trying to just get outside yourself, get out of your own way. Like for myself, I was a homeschooled kid that uh, was cripplingly shy um, when I was a... Uh, you would never guess it now. You wouldn't guess now. But like uh, when I was about uh, eight years old, this guy, like I remember my brother used to tell all these funny stories where he used to slam this fist on the table and just be like, there was this guy. But... Uh, <laughs> Uh, one time we had some guy over and then he just like leaned over to me. He's like, are you retarded? <laughs> and like that really messed with me when I was a kid. Like oh I was just goodness. like, oh, I don't want people to think I'm retarded. So I just That's like terrible. I went really quiet for a long time after that. But now uh, now I'm finally loud and annoying and uh, love talking to people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Lance, everywhere you go, people definitely know who you are. Unfortunately. I was talking to some random guy the other day and he said, yeah, there's this. There's this one guy who keeps calling me baby. Oh, that's like, great. Like, what did he look like? He said, oh, he's, he's blonde. I said, is he, is he short? He said, no, he's like normal height. I said, that's Lance. He said, Caleb, yep, that's we miss Lance. you. <laughs> um, 
So thank you for being my first guest, you beautiful yeah. bastard. Look thank at you. Thank you for having me on. I'm going to have to bleep excited. out a lot of words that I'm going to say in this podcast. <laughs> That's all right. It's fine. Love you, Mom and Dad. How are you guys doing? We can do like I always do, and I'll stop myself, but we'll still bleep it out so nobody knows. I love it. <laughs> I love it. It makes me happy. Um, so we have a couple of sponsors for today. Our first one is by uh, this thing called water. Have you ever been thirsty? Try and drink water. My mom swears by the stuff. She said she's drank it her whole life. She loves it. You should give it a try. And it is free in most places, unless you're a third world country. Then I hope that it is still free. Wow, I can't wait to try water. (laughs) We decided to like, I mean, we know that this is a podcast and you can't see us, but we decided to dress up today because this is the first episode. And I got to say, we look the balls right now. Like, I, I mean, yeah, no other way to describe it. Lance literally has a button-up shirt in which the buttons match his jacket. And you know what? I did the same. He did the same. <laughs> so, yeah, we really went all out for this, uh, besides the fact that it's being recorded on a red camera with mm-hmm. uh, some of the finest audio equipment that you can that you can buy. Uh, Lance really knows how to spice up a production. I that I do. That I do. That Thank you. Stop. Stop it, please. Uh, stop. Yeah, I got. Wait, what? No, keep going. <laughs> um, yeah, so thanks for having me on. I'm super excited. Uh, I, I really like the idea, the premise behind the podcast. Um, I, I immediately had some ideas of things I wanted to share yeah. when you asked me to, to come on. Uh, so I actually, I have three stories that I would like to share. And mainly they're just stories that I really enjoy, yeah. but they are from. Uh, three people, well, one of them is myself. The yeah. other two are people that have influenced me in my life okay. and helped me to make my story, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so I'll start off with with my story, and I'll build up from there because they I'm get excited. a little bit better as they go. Um, so my story, when I was 17 years old, I was in a motorcycle accident. I had just worked the whole summer long to afford a Ducati Monster, which is a great bike, by that the way. That is a beautiful bike. It was beautiful. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. It was it was super fun. But one day, I'm riding uh, through the main road in our town, and unfortunately, there was a young lady who changed lanes and just smacked me pretty good. Yeah. So I had a little bit of a recovery process, but generally, I bounced back pretty, pretty well. Um, So at this point in the story, I had been out of the hospital for about a month, and I was still pretty sickly. I think I had lost like 20 pounds. So I was like 120 pounds at this point. Boy, you are like 140 right now, soaking wet. Exactly. So, I mean, just think if I lost 20 pounds right now, how bad I would look. So that's how I look. We're talking like Dallas Buyers, Matthew McConaughey type of thing. Exactly. That's exactly the image you need in your head right now. So I'm super pale. Just, you know, this this kid has been bedridden for a long time. Well, my dad had a uh, business trip in yeah. Orlando, Florida, and he decided to take me with him. I wasn't in school because of the accident okay. and everything. Yeah, yeah. So we go to Orlando, and he was trying to show me a good time, trying to get me out of the house and have fun. So 
we go to a restaurant, which is very delicious, by the way. What Texas de Brazil. Oh, damn. Oh, yeah. It's like well, one of those well. Brazilian joints where they bring those big oh, skewers they like, of meat. Oh, they cut it off in oh, front of you. So good. You're making me hungry, boy. Yeah. And uh, we had a blast. And when we come out, he there's this beautiful black Porsche. It's all blacked out. Okay. Head to toe. Just the whole thing is... You know, it's like it been to West Coast Customs kind. Lindell loves fancy things. I do. Exhibit A, suit. Exhibit Thank B, you. watch. That's a Roly. I forgot his other AKA name, Roly. <laughs> I don't know if that is actually one of my AKAs, but it I it. It is take from it. now on. All right. Starting right. I have been dubbed. Now. Um, but yeah. Black Porsche, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no problem. So there's this beautiful black Porsche. This is 2010, so the Porsche Panamera had just come out. Something that you didn't see every day. Okay. And my dad goes up to the valet. He's like, ha ha, I'll take my keys to this car. Valet, like, ha ha, that's so funny. This is Dwight Howard's car. What? And we're like, what? So we like start peeking through the windows. We're trying to see Dwight Howard. Apparently, yeah. he was in a private room. Couldn't, couldn't even lay eyes on him. Okay. But... We knew what kind of car he drove now. Makes sense. Which was pretty cool and actually does tie into the story what do we got? a little bit further on. I love it. All right, so fast forward to the next day. I am looking online to try to find tickets to the basketball game that was yeah. happening that day. So it was the Orlando Magic versus the Detroit Pistons. Okay. Um, which is... You know, that really lends to the idea behind the premise of this show that memories really are what's most important because yeah. the Detroit Pistons at this time were a terrible team. Yeah. But the fact that I remember what team they were playing against just really shows me that this is an important moment in my life. It's a memory. Yeah, you know? So I, I just think that's a cool testament to it. I love it. But so I was able to talk my dad into getting these amazing tickets. We sat uh, front row behind the Pistons bench. I'm sorry, what did you just say? Yeah front row like literally me to you are the players it was awesome we found them on craigslist of all places who would have known yeah but so we go to the game have a great time uh we get to eat at the mercedes-benz lounge which is a secret little lounge they have where they serve you food it was a really cool experience well so my dad during this game I, he leaves me for a minute and he goes and talks to a security guard and says hey my son, he was in a motorcycle accident. He's, uh, this is his first trip out. Yeah. Is there any way that you can get me in to talk to the players? So the security guard's like, yeah, I can hook you up. We can get you back there to see the players. So we go with the security guard after the game. Yeah. And we stand in line to talk to the players. And one by one, the players come out, and it's like third string players. Okay. And I'm just sitting here with this like $100 jersey I wanted signed. And I'm like, no, not you. No, not <laughs> you. And all the players leave. And the, yeah. they, they say, all right, that's it, everybody. Everybody has come out. I'm like, what? I wanted Dwight Howard's autograph. Yeah. So we're walking out. We're all mad. We're cussing under our breath. Not really, Mom. But we were upset that we didn't get to see him. And while we're walking out, we walk by another security guard and we hear his walkie-talkie. All right, the players are leaving the garage. I'm like, the garage, huh? Okay, okay So we're okay, over okay. here, we're walking around trying to find this garage. And guess what? What? We found it. <laughs> There's this little tiny garage door about the size of like one car garage at a house. Yeah. And there's a tiny little segment of fence, like waist high. Okay. Probably 
three or four feet wide, and there's like five people standing there with little trinkets. And one by one, the players start coming out. Last one to come out is that blacked-out Porsche Panamera. And Dwight comes up, rolls that window down real slow, looks at, and they, all the people are like, hey, put him to the front, put him to the front, talking about me. Because I had that really nice jersey that yeah, I was talking yeah. about. They had, like, baseball cards and napkins and stuff. Okay. He, didn't, he wasn't even going to stop for them. Well, like, I got a samurai sword signed by Randy Jackson one time. Is that right? Yeah. People were like, why'd you get a samurai sword? <laughs> well, it's the only thing I had on me. You can't run into Randy Jackson. I get an autograph from him. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so Wise words from Lance Nelson. <laughs> so they pushed me to the front, and... He grabs the jersey and signs it. He doesn't yeah. say a word, but he signs the jersey. Yeah. And it was because we were persistent and really went out on a limb to to get it. And that was a little mix between my dad and I. And that was one of the first times where I was like, you know what? If you try hard enough, you might find what you're looking for. Yeah. And so it kind of goes in, plays into your sensible mischief. Yeah, we we're not supposed to be following these players to yeah. their garage. But it worked out this time. I love it. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty cool. I, I really enjoyed that experience. I still have that jersey. It's actually hanging up at my Uncle Chad's house. So I really hope you're able to have him on your show I at want some him point. I so bad on it. Yeah. Uh, he's a hilarious guy. Tons of stories. Second straightest guy I've ever met. Yeah, for sure. Actually, you know what? Chad's the straightest. I'm just going to say it. Yeah. Hands down. Hands down. He's the undisputed champ. Which segues into my second story, which is actually a Chad story. Of course it is. So Chad and I, we spent a lot of time together when I was younger. He was a pretty much a mentor to me uh, in sports and in a lot of aspects of my life, pretty much from the ages 6 to 18. Yeah. And so on this trip, I also served a two-year mission for, for my church, just like Lance was talking about earlier. And right before I went on that, Chad decided, you know, we need a trip. Yeah. We need a going out bang, and that's exactly what we did. So he had this huge plan. We flew all the way to San Francisco okay. to watch a fight between Andre Ward and Chad Dawson. Right. We also, <clears throat> side note, watched the first Monday night football game of the season between the Oakland Raiders and our boy Phillip Rivers, oh. in which Phillip Rivers went bonkers and won the game. Of course he did. Um, but that's neither here nor there. That's a whole other story. So this is about the boxing match. Yep. So right. I don't want to go too much in the details, but Chad Dawson was like a big bully kind of coming in. Andre Ward knocked his ass out. Yeah. But but uh, the the funny thing with your sensible mischief is so Chad and I we showed up a little bit early. Yeah. And we started kind of snooping around. There were a lot of people outside that had gotten there early. Yeah. And we start trying to find the HBO commentators and we kept looking around and asking around and getting in everywhere we could and we found them yeah. we, we talked personally on a one-on-one -on -one basis with larry merchant uh lampley i mean that was just an incredible experience my entire life i've been watching boxing with yeah. chad and you know lampley and, and merchant they're like they are hbo boxing yeah and i mean we really had a serious conversation with larry merchant we we walked all the way around the arena with him yeah and it was just really cool thing that i can just 
to tell people about. Uh, that was a really big fight too. It was a, a a really big win for Andre Ward. Yeah. He at that point in time was the champion of his weight class, and Chad Dawson was the champion of his weight class, which was the class above. Okay. So Chad Dawson came down to challenge him, and overnight, 24 hours after the weigh-in, put on 18 pounds. I'm sorry, what? So he was right back to his original weight, 18 pounds in 24 hours. That's crazy. It's super crazy. And you know what? He said to the ref, I don't want any more in the 10th round after – uh, Ward had knocked him down twice. Man. It was it was really fun. We got to meet uh, Ron Artest, aka Metal World Peace. Oh wow! Yeah, um, we met some other people that I can't even remember their names, but famous boxers and actresses and things. My we also favorite sat first Ron Artest story uh -huh. is the time where he got in a fight with the fans. Yeah. I think it was that guy that's just sitting in the back of the thing. Uh -huh. He was like, "Well, clearly there's beverage. There's still beverage in my cup, so it could have been." But then he's just like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I can imagine Mr. World Peace. that that Love would him. not feel very good. Are you kidding? If if I knew that players were going to fight fans in the game, I would be a season ticket holder. Seriously. Go to every game. <laughs> oh, man. At that point, it's not even fair. Yeah. Those guys are huge. They're just they're monsters. Yeah, man. seriously, man. But, yeah, he, uh, he put that all behind him. Metal World Peace. Metal World Gotta Peace. Gotta love him. Love him. Um, so my third and final story what do you got? may trace it back to where it all began, and that is with Doug Wiggins. Doug. My father. Wiggins. So The man, the myth, the legend. Yeah. Seriously. I mean, everybody loves him. He's crazy. He's always getting into stuff. That um, is. Lance wants to use him as a voice actor in some I of do. his movies. I do. It's a true story. Doug, <laughs> please. I can't pay you. I hope you can take <laughs> I hope you take eye contact as payment. Please stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, so, the story with my dad is, <clears throat> we had, so, I don't know if you know this, but all these stories are linked together with yeah. our love of sports. Of course. We're a sports family. Uh, like, if you go into Chad's house, his entire living room is plastered with not only sports memorabilia, but autographed sports memorabilia. It is a thing of beauty. It's crazy. I mean, I would hate... Well, I don't know if I'd hate. I would be very interested to have somebody come and appraise all that stuff. Seriously, man. Yeah. Oh, it's insane. It's a thing of beauty. I love it. Yeah. I mean, really cool memorabilia, too, like uh, Jordan game-worn sneakers that yeah. are autographed. I remember seeing those, yeah. Sammy Sosa's uh, signed autographed bat from his if year. You're, if you're a sports fan, Chad's house is like Disneyland. Seriously. But you can't take home any souvenirs. You can't. No, no souvenirs. <laughs> I don't know. It's a museum. Price. I don't Look, know. don't touch yeah, or take. That's definitely. Yeah. That's the the better policy. Yeah. Um, what, what's Chad's address again? <laughs> just it is. Just, no. um, <clears throat> sorry, I keep saying um. I, All good. I'm a little you, nervous. Don't, this is really fun. I'm I'm loving this right now. So we went to Charlotte, North Carolina, yeah. which is about four and a half hours away from where we live, to watch NC State playing a bowl game against uh, the Louisville Cardinals, okay. in which NC State won. Go Pack. And it was really fun. It was a full-on family affair. We brought all my sisters, my mom, everybody. And the next day, my dad's like, okay, we'll try to appease the ladies in our family, and we'll go yeah. shopping. So we went to this little outlet. He, I'm sure he's thinking they can't do too much damage at an outlet. He was wrong. Uh, 
But the whole time we're there, I go to a Best Buy. I'm like, you know what? I wonder if the, I think it might have been the Bobcats at the time, but the Charlotte team, I wonder if yeah. they're playing tonight. Yeah. So I get on there. I look around. They are not only playing, they are playing the Miami Heat when oh. they had the big three, LeBron, Dwayne Wade, yeah. and Chris, Chris Bosh. So I'm like, Dad, we have got to go to this game. We got to do it. We yeah. were here. It's happening. This has got to happen. So we start looking at the tickets. And at this point in the day, it's getting pretty late. It's a few hours before the game starts. So pretty much all of the tickets are sold out. Yeah. This is one of those years where the Hornets slash Bobcats, whatever they were at the time, were terrible. Yeah. I think they had like a 10-win season at this point. Just absolutely horrific. Yeah, yeah. And everybody in town wanted to go watch LeBron play. Of course. So it was pretty much sold out. Yeah. We're looking. There are a few seats left. Terrible, terrible seats going for two fifty a piece. That's crazy. There's six of us. That's what is that? Fifteen hundred bucks to go watch the home team lose by thirty points. Yeah. So it didn't really seem like it was coming together for him. I'm like, dang yeah. on, this is too much. He's never gonna go for it. And it was. It was too much. It, yeah. The seats were not good. It wasn't gonna be worth the money. Yeah. And so I'm over here. I've given up. I'm shopping around just blowing my 20 bucks he gave me. Yeah. And he comes back and says, guess what? We're going to the game. I'm like, what? What did you do? So he tells me what he did. He goes online, yeah. searches for the general manager's phone number, calls the general manager of the Bobcats, and he says, <clears throat> uh, yes, this is Doug Wiggins. My American Express representative gave me your personal phone number. He said you could probably hook me up with some good tickets. That's crazy. So, I don't know if you know this, but apparently those really, really high American Express cards, they got yeah. like a million dollar uh, limit. Yeah. They come with a representative to get you into cool stuff like this. That's awesome. So he did have an American Express, but not one of those. So he just totally made this up on the spot that That's his great. representative had put him in contact with this guy. Well, Doug's my hero. <laughs> it Your was, dad is literally my hero. I mean, who thinks of the stuff like that? Doug Wiggins, that it, too. It was awesome. So not only did we get into the game for cheaper than those garbage tickets, yeah. we got amazing tickets. We got a booth with free food, I a free buffet, and in front of every seat, we had a little TV in case we didn't want to watch the real game that we could see perfectly well. It was the most incredible thing ever. Spur of the moment. Yeah. And totally because he did not hold back anything to get those tickets. Yeah. He just shot for, uh, swung for the fences, if you will. Yeah. And hit a home run. And it was a great experience. Loved it. And it's one of those things I'll never forget. Dude, that's awesome, man. Freaking, I just need, this is the thing I love about Doug. He, like, if you say you can't do it, he's the guy that's like, watch me. Yeah, literally. That literally happened last week. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know, I know. I was there. Uh, I'm going to just tell that story Go ahead, story please do. So we're here uh, at an undisclosed location, working on an undisclosed project because we signed an NDA. It's a very large project for a very large <clears throat> institution slash university that is funded by a very large corporation. You know, sometimes you just got to do it. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to say it. Yeah, we, we can't. <laughs> we, we can't, can't say, say it. it. But so we're here. We're having the time of our lives. Uh, not really, but it's a lot of fun. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. And I got some editing to do, apparently. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Well, 
we were running into an issue where some people were trying to make us do something and we yeah. wanted, we had a different idea. So I called my dad and said, hey, these guys are really going to make our lives difficult. They're telling me I have to do this. And he says, you know what? I'll be right there. I'm like, all right, cool. So he gets up there and he says to the lady at the front gate, he says, do you have authority to put this this vehicle here? She says, no, I do not have any authority. I was told we're going to put it here. We cannot put it there. He said, watch <laughs> and then the the big guy from the from the company comes up and says you can't do this he says watch <laughs> and you know what we put that truck there uh it's just one of those things where you gotta do what you gotta do that's true you gotta pull your weight when you gotta pull your weight and you gotta make things happen yeah doug he's the man i love him he always kind of like offers the opportunity he's like hey i'll tell you what i'll put up my paycheck versus your ch- paycheck if you can beat me in wrestling <laughs> And there are times where I'm tempted, but then I'm like, no, I like my paycheck and I can't lose it. This has been a bet that has been ongoing for the better part of 25 years, and he has yet to lose. Undefeated. There's been a couple times where he had a scare, Yeah. but then he just pulls his weight. Yeah. And uh, you don't want to be eating ramen noodles for a week, I promise yeah, you that. No, so don't take yeah. the challenge. Yeah. He's 56 years old. You still do not want to take the challenge. I think that's a thing for dads, though. Like, my dad is 62 and still scares the crap out of me. Absolutely. I love you, Dad. <laughs> but, like, he's one of those things. I don't think, like, I think my dad could. <laughs> There's this one comedian that I really like that he uh, would talk about, like, uh, how his dad would like was really rough on him when he was a kid. But mm-hmm. then, like, now he's, like in the hospital and then he just kind of leans up to his dad and he's just like i think it's about time for that beaten oh <laughs> yeah and then he like then my dad pooped himself and then like the circle was complete and stuff so like i had to clean him up so it was great oh, great i was just like ah oh, great getting older it's great but that's the only way you're gonna beat your dad literally like the only way that i'm gonna beat my dad is with a lead pipe in his sleep seriously i mean there's that grown man grown man strength that's true it's a known thing and on top of that, there's dad strength. It's true. Dad bods, dad strength. It's all a thing. <laughs> I mean, we're not making this up. Yeah. These are facts. Undisputable. Undisputable. Is it undisputable or indisputable? I've heard it both ways. Hmm. I haven't. Not me either. I was homeschooled. <laughs> um, but yeah, so those are a couple of stories that I just pulled off the top of my head um, that I think really show that you have to, to go out on a limb. You got to do what you got to do to make memories, to make memorable events with those that you love because I will always be connected to those people in those situations. Um, that trip that Chad and I took, I mean, that was amazing. Yeah. I mean, two young guys just decided we're going to fly across the country to go watch a boxing match and a freaking NFL football game. I was going to say, and I'm on that NFL football game. But yeah, anyway. I mean, it was super fun. And it was something memorable before a, a long period that I wasn't going to see him. Two years is yeah. a long time. It is a long time, man. And, you know, Lance and I didn't see each other for two years. We almost didn't see each other for four years. I literally was in his home state of Utah when he was coming back. I was at the airport when he yeah. came back. I, I come off the plane, I see a couple of my friends, and then I see good old Lindell Wiggins right here. And I'm just like, Lindell! <laughs> well, I hear Evie calling. Yes, my she, my little baby girl. Yeah. It's three months old. Adorable. She is so chunky cute. Chunky monkey. So, so cute. 
Um, unfortunately, she is having a tough night, as is her mother. Uh, God love her. My wife is not feeling well right now. So I think it's probably about time to close this one up. I think so. It's been a lot of fun. It has been. Um, but I got to go help her out. She All needs right. to back up. Thanks. So we have a special guest at the moment. We'll go this way with it. All right. Just so. Uh, so we uh, actually, uh, Evie was throwing a little bit of a tantrum at the moment. Ah, you're so <laughs> cute. But uh, Evie, you adorable little lady, look at you, you Randy Minx. You're so cute. Oh my gosh, look at her cheeks. They're adorable. But, um, sorry, uh, we, uh, we wanted to show you Evie because she, or Evelyn, what is Evelyn's middle name? So, Evelyn Rose. Evelyn Rose Wiggins. And we call her Evie for hey. now. Maybe forever. We'll see how she likes it when she gets older. Yep. But look at you. Yeah, so she already made some uh, vocal appearances. We she did. We, we, just, we thought, let's do it. Our little ginger. <laughs> Which is strange, but she does have red hair and blue eyes. Peyton, we have a couple questions for you. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Both of our fathers had red hair. Yeah. But um, one thing we want to do, do before we say goodbye is Lindell has a YouTube channel. I do. Um, so it is called uh, A Swell Life, uh, going off of my nickname, Swell, that right. I got when I was a small child. Right. And <clears throat> so far, it only has a couple of videos, and I, I'm kind of changing the idea, the premise behind it. Yeah, yeah. Um, originally, it was supposed to be like a, a luxury, high-end lifestyle yeah. thing. Um, I, I show some videos of where I, I bought my watch. Um, yeah driving in sports cars. I got my mom a Rolex for Mother's Day. Yeah, stuff like that. High um, fashion. Yeah. Uh, some people like that kind of stuff. Other people get up there and call me uh, really bad words. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but generally, the reception's been pretty good. The first video that I had up there really got a lot more views than I expected. Yeah. Right now, we're at like 12,000. I'm trying That's to get to crazy. like 12 million, so check it out. Well, well, well. Um, I but like yeah. it. I, the, the main idea is anytime I do something fun or cool or exciting, I want to put it up there. And uh, like these sporting events that I've mentioned on this on this podcast, yeah. um, if I had started this back then, you know, 10 years ago, they would be up there. Yeah. So it's kind of a, a fun way to, I guess, live through others' fun experiences. Yeah, man. So... Stay tuned, subscribe. I'm sure yeah, there's going to be a lot of fun things. I'm putting the link down things. below. Yeah, awesome. So, thank you so much for coming on, Linda. And Look he at says that baby. Subscribe too. It's so cute. I gotta, I gotta pay for this baby's college. Yeah, Lord knows that's true. All right, thanks so much for coming on, man. Yeah, thank you. Bye.